The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And y'all know how it's going down. Look, I mean, we're coming off a rough week with our top five picks. We were one, three and one last week. Things didn't go our way. But we did give you a winner on Monday Night Football. We did give you a winner on Thursday Night Football. So we're hoping that we can keep some of that momentum going right now. We got our top five pick. We're going to start it off like this. Number one. For our first pick, we're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles minus six for our contest pick. Look, this line doesn't make any sense to me. The injury ravaged Rams were laying five and a half to the Dallas Cowboys last week. But you're telling me that this Eagles team, which is undefeated, is only a half a point better? I'm not buying it. Cue up the Chewbacca defense from South Park because it doesn't make sense at all. Look, I know that the Cowboys have won four games this season without Dak Prescott. They're rolling, but they've beat up four teams with four bad offensive lines. You look at the Bengals, Giants, Commanders, and Rams. Those teams rank 27th, 31st, 29th, and 26th in adjusted sack rate. When you look at their sacks taken, the Bengals, they're 29th in sacks taken. The Giants, they're 25th in sacks taken. The Commanders, they're 30th in sacks taken. And the Rams are 32nd in sacks taken. So they beat up on four bad offensive lines. And now you got to deal with the Eagles offensive line, which is one of the best in the league. When you look at the other side of the ball, Cooper Rush, I don't I don't know what he what kind of Jedi mind tricks he's been playing to get people to believe that this guy is worthy of the starting quarterback position. But this guy's 22nd in EPA per play plus completion over expectation. He's just 24th in success rate. This Cowboys offense is absolutely abysmal. They won a game last week with just 10 first downs, and it all has to do with their defense. They're 25th in EPA per play on offense, 26th in success rate. They're 31st in red zone trips. They have just 11 red zone trips all season long, and when they get into the red zone, they can't score. They're 26th in red zone touchdown percentage, just scoring 45% of the time. That's not going to cut it against this Eagles defense. It's not going to cut it against the Eagles offense, which is 5th in EPA per play on offense, 4th in offensive success rate. 
they're just behind the Bills in total yards per game. They're, they're, they're about 420 yard total yards per game. So this is not a team that you really want to fade. I like the Eagles. This is a great buy low spot for the Eagles. The way to beat this Cowboys team is that you want to put them in a negative game script where they're chasing points and have to pass with Cooper Rush. They haven't had to do that. The Eagles, they start off fast. They're averaging 21 first half points. The Cowboys are only averaging 11 first half points. Eagles are first in drop back success rate, third in overall success rate on defense. Look, they have the better offense, better defense. I like the Eagles laying the six. They're going to win this one going away. They're going to take them into the deep waters and drown them. I am a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan since I was a kid, but I, the way I see it is the way I see it. The Eagles should win this game. Number two. For our second pick, we're going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Minus two and a half against the Seattle Seahawks. I know Cliff Kingsbury. He struggles at home. He's 9-17, just 35% at home against the spread. And they're 0-8 in their last eight home games. However, that changes up on the road. That changes up on the road big time. They are 10-1 and straight up on the road with Cliff Kingsbury. And, I mean... They're right back on the road against a divisional opponent. Now, I know a lot of people are on Seattle this week. Seattle was first in offensive DVOA, but they are missing their leading rusher in Rashad Penny. And one of the things I like about this matchup is Geno Smith. He really struggles against the Blitz. The Cardinals happen to blitz at the second highest rate. So this is a bad matchup for the Seahawks. And I know you might say running backs are replaceable, but... With the way the Seahawks run the ball, I don't know if you can replace the production of Rashad Penny. And I just don't like the matchup between Geno Smith and the Cardinals defense. I just I just think this is a really good spot for the Cardinals. And when you look at the Seahawks, this is really a fade of their defense. They're 31st in defensive DVOA, 31st in defensive EPA per play, 23rd in success rate, 32nd in dropback EPA per play, 28th in dropback success rate. You look at the Cardinals and who they've played. I mean, this is a, a big step down in class from all of the teams that they've lost to. The, the Chiefs, the, well, they beat the Raiders. The Rams, the Eagles, this is a huge step down in class. So I think this is more on par with the matchup against the, the Carolina Panthers. I mean, although the Seahawks have a better offense, I think this is in that class of teams, and I think the Arizona Cardinals should win this game. I like the Arizona Cardinals, minus two and a half for our second pick. Number three. For our third pick, we're going to go with the Miami Dolphins. There's a bunch of trends that fit the underdogs this season. Underdogs have been really, really dominant this year. Last week, underdogs went 10 and 6 against the spread. The record is 48 and 31. That's 61% against the spread. Dogs off a loss of 10 points or more, 8 and 3. So that fits this. Dogs who didn't cover the previous week are 17 and 9 at 65%. And dogs who missed the playoffs last year are 34 and 19 at 64%. But I mean, look, let's throw away the trends. Kirk Cousins, he really struggles against the Blitz. And this is something that the Dolphins do. And, you know, they'll run that Blitz out on you when they feel like you can't beat it. When Kirk Cousins is under pressure, he just 50, he has a 58.6 passer rating. He's really struggling against the Blitz. That's 21 of 44 for 185 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. You guys saw how the Eagles put that Blitz on him, and he couldn't do anything. And the thing I like about this matchup is obviously Xavier Howard returns, so you got somebody to, to, to defend Justin Jefferson. And on the other side of the ball, 
Vikings are bottom 10 in pressure rate. So whether it's Skylar Thompson or, or Teddy Bridgewater, I just think this is a matchup where the Dolphins should be able to score. And you look at this Vikings team, when they face the Packers, the Saints, the Bears, teams without great wide receivers. I mean, they were able to win those games. But when they faced the Eagles and the Lions, they got torched by A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Amen Ross St. Brown, DJ Sharp. You got to deal with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So I know people are going to say Skylar Thompson, he didn't perform well last week. I disagree with that. He battled back. He got thrown into the fire on the second play of the game. Wasn't really a part of the game plan. And they had an opportunity to take the lead. They, I mean, they went down the field. Mike Giuseppe, he, he actually dropped the pass. That would have gave them a first down. Instead, they end up kicking like a 50-yard field goal. They miss it. So instead of going up 20 to 19, the Jets have good field position. And the game just kind of got away from them from there. But to me, the Dolphins are the more impressive team. I think Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater with the week of practice, they're going to be in a good position. To me, I think just they're just more impressive. The Dolphins have, have wins over the Bills, the Ravens, the, the Patriots. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins as a home underdog here, plus three and a half. I think it's a really good spot. I think they have a chance to win this game outright. So I'm taking that as my third contest pick of the week. Number four. For my fourth contest pick, we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. This team has burnt me a ton of times this year. Obviously, we were against them on the Miami Dolphins when they blew that 17-point lead. But when you look at this, this Ravens team, this is a team that could be 5-0 and outside of blowing those two big leads to the Dolphins and the Bills. And I know they blew a lead last week to the Bengals, which also kind of burnt us on the spread. But I just, I just, I like this matchup for the Baltimore Ravens. Look, Wink Martindale, he is with the, the Giants now, and we know one thing that he's going to do is they're going to blitz Lamar Jackson. That's what he does. He, he, he blitzes because this Giants team can't get any pressure outside of that. When you look at Lamar Jackson, he has the fourth best QB rating in the league against the blitz, 136.5. And this Ravens offense, I, I just think they're one of the best offenses in the league, second in offensive DVOA. And I think they're going to continue to get better. They're going to integrate Ronnie Staley into the starting lineup. And I, I just don't think this Giants team is going to be able to keep up with them offensively. When you look at some of the circumstances around it, there's been seven instances in which a team has played in London and without taking a bye the following week. And all seven of those instances, you've seen the, the opposing team go over the team total six times. So I think the Ravens are going to score here. And this Giants offense doesn't really scare me. When you, I mean, when you look at, I mean, Darius Slayton kind of caught the Packers by surprise, but as a whole, this this injury receiving core is, is, is ravaged by injury. So I do think the, the, the Ravens might struggle a little bit with Saquon Barkley, but I like this spot for the Ravens. I'm laying the five and a half points, and, and you can't forget Lamar Jackson is 12-0 and 0 against the NFC. So I'm going to lay the points there. Number five. For our fifth and final pick for... Our top five picks. We're going to go to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight. I know by the time you're listening to this on Sunday, the line should be minus 10. But on the contest line, this line is minus eight. Sometimes you got to play some of these stale numbers. One of the reasons why I like this play is because the Pittsburgh Steelers, their defense is absolutely ravaged. The secondary is absolutely, I mean, 
They're bombed out and depleted right now. Minka Fitzpatrick is out. Cornerbacks Cam Sutton and Witherspoon are out. Levi Wallace are all ruled out of this game. So Mike Evans and, and Tom Brady, they're going to have a field day with this secondary. Obviously, this this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, they're not the same without T.J. Watt. So if you're not going to be able to get pressure without T.J. Watt, and your, your secondary is banged up. I just think you kind of got to play this stale number with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I really like the Buccaneers in this spot. I know there's going to be a lot of sharp money on the Steelers. Looking at this like a rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot, but I just think this year, it's, it's just not the Steelers' year. This could be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. And I, I think in a couple of weeks, you'll start seeing these Steelers lines go up. I normally don't like to play the Buccane- a team in this spot where – they're playing a team coming off a 35-point blowout, but I just I just think the Steelers, they're just in a bad position. Cornerbacks are ruled out. No T.J. Watt. I do think Kenny Pickett can kind of do some things offensively, but I, I'm just I'm not buying it. I like the Buccaneers in this spot. So that's our five picks. We're going to go with, to recap, Philadelphia Eagles minus six, Arizona Cardinals minus two and a half, Miami Dolphins plus three and a half, Baltimore Ravens, minus five and a half, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus eight. Now for our teaser leg segment of the podcast, we're going to tease the Philadelphia Eagles down from six and a half to a half a point. I already gave you the reasons why I like the Eagles. I think this is a great teaser leg. For our second teaser leg, we're going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to tease that up from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half. Once again, the Colts are still banged up. Shaq Leonard is still out. And then when you look at this Colts offense, I don't think they're really built to cover big numbers. They're 32nd in offensive DVOA, 31st in EPA for play on offense. So I think this is a close divisional game. The Jaguars did blow them out the first game. I think this will probably be a little bit closer, but I still think they keep this within the number. For our third teaser leg, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots plus two and a half. We're going to tease that up to plus eight and a half. Neither one of these two teams they're going to be able to stop the run. I, I I think the Browns should be able to run on the Patriots. The Patriots should be able to run on the Browns. But the Browns are missing some guys. Davion Clowney's out. Denzel Ward is out of this matchup. And I just think you're getting a better coach with the New England Patriots here. I just think this is going to be a close game. And I think Bailey Zappi, he played really well last week. I don't know if Mac Jones is going to play. But I just, to me, I don't really trust this Browns team Kevin Stefanski, he's just 8 and 16 as a favorite. So I'm just expecting the Patriots to be able to keep this within the number. I'm going to be honest with you. I think they have a shot to win this game outright, but I do like it on a teaser. So that's our three teaser legs. Eagles minus six and a half down to a half a point. Jaguars plus two and a half up to eight and a half. Patriots plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half. You can mix and match those with two team teasers or you could just put that in a three-team teaser, but that's what I like for my teasers. For our total segment, I like the over 44 and a half in the Falcons 49ers game. I think the 49ers offense is rolling and they're going up against a Falcons defense, which is last in success rate. So I think this is a really good spot for the 49ers offense to continue rolling. But one of the reasons why I really like this over is that the 49ers defense is absolutely banged up. Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, Jimmy Ward, and Emmanuel Mosley. He's out for the season. So I think this Falcons offense, have sh- they've shown that they can they can put some points up. So I think this is a good spot for the Falcons to be able to score on this 49ers defense, which has been pretty much lights out. But 
I don't know how you can expect this 49ers defense to remain the same with those guys out. So I think this total is a little short. I'm going over 44 and a half and Falcons 49ers for our second total. We already mentioned the Buccaneers Steelers. We mentioned all the injuries on the Steelers side of the ball. I like the over 46 in this matchup. I just, I just think the, the, the Buccaneers are going to be able to score some points. And I think Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, they're going to be chasing points this whole game. So I like the over 46. That's it for our top five picks podcast. We gave you our teaser legs. We gave you our top five picks. We gave you our totals. I'm Raheem Palmer. We're back on Monday. Myself and John Jaskrimski. We're going to be breaking down Monday Night Football. We're going to be breaking down NBA East Coast bias. We got a lot of different things on this feed. Warren Sharp. We got Austin. I mean, it's going down. I mean, it's an exciting time right now. So make sure you check us out. The Ringer Gambling Pod. I'm Raheem Palmer. Y'all know how it's going down.